Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, Lions fans? Jesse Cass here for a little bonus edition of the LME Basketball Podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, just going to be short and sweet, but we mentioned in the last episode we'd keep you updated on the West Coast Conference Tournament and everything going on with the LMU Lions. So after Thursday night's game, the LMU Lions came out victorious, and they have advanced for another ball game here on Friday as LMU coming away with a 75-61 victory over San Diego in the 8-9 versus matchup. And LMU has themselves a date with San Francisco Dons, a team they just went down to the wire with less than a week ago. Last Saturday on senior night, San Francisco won that ball game by two. They won the previous meeting in San Francisco in a very close game as well, one that the Lions led at the half. So LMU in a game against a team that they haven't won against this year, but that they likely feel pretty confident that they can go get one. It should be a really competitive and fun basketball game. So we'll look a little bit at that matchup but first let's talk about the win over san diego for the lions we mentioned the 14 point victory and it was really a dominant effort on both ends of the floor lmu as a team shot 50 percent from the field they dominated going to the free throw line went 28 of 32 at the line 88 percent and that was one of our keys that we talked about in the last podcast about not only getting to the free throw line but making the free throws and the lions did both of that at a really really high level getting to the line 32 times and as we mentioned cashing in on 28 of those attempts so the lions did that in the free throw department they out rebounded san diego by a huge margin 40 to 20 on the boards the lions also just got scoring from multiple different sources kelly lea pepe continues to be such a revelation for the team the all-freshman performer was really a disruptor and a force san diego had no answer for Kelly Lea Pepe, they were continually fouling him in the post. He was really physical and battling for position, both offensively and defensively. He had three blocks, which was by far his best mark of the year. And oh, by the way, 23 points and 10 rebounds. And talking about free throws, 13 of 13 from the free throw line for the freshman. Just incredible there. And then, as usual, Eli Scott, very nice performance as well. 16 points, seven rebounds, and three assists. And then got another score in double figures that's always important for the Lions as well the third score it was Ivana Lipiev 12 points a couple of three-pointers in a game that the Lions didn't shoot the three well but Lipiev provided some big threes and then just little chip-ins here and there Jordan Bell eight points and nine boards Eric Johansson seven points and five boards and Parker Dorch with five points as well so all around well-rounded team effort for the Lions to put up 75 points and on the other end really stifle and stymie San Diego who shot just 33% from the field they only made 31% of their three-pointers as well Uh, San Diego did make their uh, incredible amount of their free throws they were 21 of 22 but overall LMU really just kind of had them walled off and blocked off at every single conceivable angle so it was a really nice win to kick off the West Coast Conference Tournament for a Lions team that you know in this scenario you can really build momentum and confidence very quickly so We mentioned they'll have to kind of go through the gauntlet three games in three nights if they want to get to the semifinal, but one game at a time, you check off that first check mark with the win against San Diego, and you look ahead to San Francisco with, as we mentioned, an eight-point loss in the first meeting up in the Bay, a two-point loss at home six days ago, so a team they're familiar with, they've battled in close contests with, and it'll be a contrast of styles, LMU like they did against San Diego, and going to have to get the ball in the paint, get to the free throw line, and capitalize from there. 
And then defensively, limiting San Francisco's three-point shots. The, the Dons really like to run. They like to move the ball, play a high-speed pick-and-roll offense where they are looking to either get to the rim or hit three-pointers in a very analytically driven offense. So it'll be really imperative to see who controls the pace and who controls the tempo of the game to see who will come out on top. But I think for the Lions, as we said, there's a lot of reason not only for confidence but just for being loose and ready to play in this environment. They have already have that one game under their belt, which of course the Dons do not. So the Lions automatically have that familiarity with the court and the surroundings and, and everything that might make that little bit of a difference. And, and also the rest of the way, the Lions are going to be underdogs so they can play free knowing that at least the outside world is not really expecting them to win. So in their own camp, of course they are, but they can be relaxed, play free, play fun uh, and give themselves a real opportunity to win and as we mentioned the last time these two teams played it was very very close LMU shot 54% in that ball game they didn't hit the three ball well and missed a couple of free throws but they did hold San Francisco to 42% from the field really the the main difference there San Francisco hit nine three-pointers compared to four for the Lions even though the Dons just 32% from downtown so didn't shoot it exceptionally well but San Francisco had four players in double figures See if the Lions can limit that a little bit. Jordan Rotino led the way with 17 for them in that ball game, And for LMU, perhaps a good sign that Eli Scott only had four points in just 23 minutes in the last meeting. Jordan Bell really had it going, a career-high 25. But knowing that Eli is likely going to take it up a notch and get his usual production, if you can get, again, second and third scores really chip in, we know that Lea Pepe is really, you can kind of, write that in in Sharpie that he is going to produce as well. So if you get that third score, whether it's Ivana Lipiev like it was against San Diego or Jordan Bell like it was in the last regular season game, whoever that may be, if you get a third scoring option, that can really go a long way in helping the Lions advance in this tournament. So we'll see what the Lions do. It's one game at a time here in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena. LMU and San Francisco will be at the same time as the, as the Thursday night game, 6 p.m. here on this Friday evening in Las Vegas. If you're listening, driving home on the radio, I will be there with you, KXLU 88.9 FM, also TuneIn Radio, so be sure to tune in for that and see if the Lions can keep this thing going here against the San Francisco team that they have some history with. They Last time the Lions made the semifinals was in the 2013 West Coast Conference Tournament. That's the last time these two teams saw each other in the West Coast Conference Tournament, LMU, during that run. We've talked about it extensively here. They had three consecutive wins on three nights. Uh, and then played a fourth on a fourth night against the number one team in the country, Gonzaga, and that was the last year that before they changed the format, and they've changed it a few times since. But if the Lions do win three in a row, they'll have that one day off before a potential semifinal on Monday. But as we said, one game at a time. So LMU and San Francisco tonight at 6 p.m., and we'll be back with more updates as the tournament continues here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in on this mini bonus episode. We'll see you tonight here in Vegas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.